We're going to fall in love through our shared connection with music. That's one of the things that brought us together, was singing Opposites Attract. We're going to be singing <laughs> Y'all knew this whole podcast. This was really going to be a disaster if you don't like our singing. <laughs> I don't have to sing everything I do. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be all over the singing. Crap, I gotta find my notes. One of the uh, contestants said that they're really good at harmonies. Same. Me too. Me Same. too. As we heard just last week, how good I am at harmonies. Uh, yeah. So here we are. Episode one. Here, of let's a... harmonize on happy birthday. Ready? Okay. Are you, you going to go normal? You just have to. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> to sing and you harmonize around me. Okay. okay ready? <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Rachel. Happy birthday. <laughs> I always follow you. That's okay, ready? Yep. You have to right. me. All you have to do is sing Just sing normal. Okay, let's try that last line again. Happy birthday. <laughs> Dear Rachel, happy birthday to you. We did it. No. Beautiful. It happened. I'm it going happened. to divorce you and move in with Trevor. <laughs> well, I have it coming. You're going to divorce me and move in with Michael. Here's my original song. That's my Michael impression. It's not too great. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean, it sounds like him, though. It's not great, but let's hear your Michael. Guys, we have a question for you. Are you ready to sing it loud? <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I just make a statement? Yeah, please. <laughs> please do. Can I sing a statement? Sing, but that's even better. Uh, I'm not going to sing. Can you sing a statement, though? Uh, Is that impossible? A contradiction in this terms. franchise was downright refreshing. <laughs> it was as refreshing as a pure white claw with lemon in Which it. Which is what I'm drinking yeah. right now. I've decided that's going to be my, my uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your signature. My signature cocktail for The Bachelor, yeah. colon, listen to your heart. Yeah. No, I agree. I found this refreshing. Uh, we were dreading this. Listeners know. Um, We've been dreading amazing. this. I, think, I am here for this. I think that it's, I think refreshing is the right word. I might not go as far as amazing, but I found it refreshing. I found. It was delightful. Delightful. I'm also down for delightful. That's good. No, I have in my notes several things that I liked about it. Um, I like that there is, I'm not sure if there's like actually a recording contract or something on the line at the end of this. But, like, there's more in it. Like, for Paradise, like, you're often like, why are these people here? You know? Right. Like, like do you just want a ring? Is it, I mean, it's uh, it's for the exposure, which this is too. Right. But this, what I like about this one, though, is, like, it's all up front. Like, everyone's here because they want to be musicians. They and know it. And because they want to fall in love. And because they want to fall in love Harrison as well. said that a couple of times. More than a couple of times. Uh, we're concerned with love. Love is at the center of everything love we do. Love is our biggest deal. <laughs> our second biggest deal is still frog gigging. <laughs> 
Well, but I like that, you know, in the past it's always like, so-and-so is really here to start his tequila brand or launch his music career. Like, now we all know. Like, no, none of these people are here to be Instagram models. They're here because they want to be singers. Mm, we I, know that. I believe that some of them are also here to be Instagram models. Sure, that's fine. But I feel like it's okay. The ulterior motives are a little bit cleaner in this. And yeah. I don't I don't mind that. It's just up front. Yeah, it's up front. And that's that's fine. Like... Why wouldn't you go on TV if you had a chance to get musical exposure? Well, I want to say something else that I found refreshing. Yeah. Slash. Refresh us. Delightful. Okay. I, well, a couple of things centered around the new cast. Okay. It's great to have nobody there that we already yes. fucking know. Yes. Except for Harrison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. And they barely knew who he was. Yeah. That one guy called him Chris Handsome. <laughs> Which was uh, incredibly apropos. Yep, accurate. The Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that they like we didn't even get any like nobody here knows each other. Well, Brandon and Bree know each other from the Nashville right. scene. Like, there wasn't any of that. Right. It's very nice, and now there's no that- like Jed popping up to sing a song. There's none of their mm-hmm. old. People popping in. I'm pretty sure Trevor might just be Jed. <laughs> he has the same jacket. He has yeah. the same ruggish good looks. He's a poor man's Jed, which is really saying something. I think that Jed is a poor man's Trevor. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, how many dog food commercials did Trevor write? <laughs> Get yourself some better <laughs> You want to try to harmonize on that? I don't remember. Is that how? What's Your dog it? really does deserve the best. Go pick him up some better bowl. Your dog is that really, really That's it? it. Yeah, that's the does whole thing. Go pick him up some better bowls. Five thousand twenty-five. Six hundred minutes. Let's just. It's just, just a musical sing. podcast. Shit into the wood. <laughs> well, there were a, there was a, like the one part of this show where I was like, oh no, was when they're all like jockeying for the piano I love and like it. but like not singing that great like at one point somebody sings stand by me and then they have to put the real stand by me in so that it actually sounds Which, good fun fact was the song that we danced to at our wedding correct that mm-hmm. is fun yeah i like that um hey real quick we got a couple of quick shouts not many because nobody reviewed us this week i think say guys. my second thing about the oh cast. your second thing about the cast my okay. second thing about the cast is that i feel like they have some people on here who normally would not be on a regular season of the bachelor or the bachelorette yeah i like it can you elaborate sure mel rudy mm-hmm. those girls aren't making the cut but those were some especially rudy like i liked those uh like they're a little bit uh Maybe blunter. Oh, like, I love yeah, it. Yeah, a lot I'm more saying, personality. Like, I feel like yeah, there was more personality. Yep. There was more. I'm not going to say that there was more diversity because we still only have a couple of people of color. Right. But I feel like just in terms of like general looks, there was more diversity. Sure. You yeah. have Savannah who would be on a regular yes. season of The Bachelor and Jamie. But beyond that, I mean, I even like uh, who's that blonde girl? Julia. Yeah. Even her, I was like, ah, she's not really the bachelor type. Sure, you know? yeah. I mean, she's not bachelor material. No, I agree. I think that that's right. And, of course, you were fawning over Ryan all night. 
But uh, listen, Ryan Sheridan, yeah, Trevor, yeah, it's Ale- got some eye candy Mommy for you. Like <laughs> I like what I see. Sing yeah. for me, my pretties. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I wish one of them had come in in a Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, mask. well, there's the other thing that I like: no goddamn limo gags. Everybody just comes Everybody's in. Everybody's just walking in. Yeah. Well, in this shows how like. Paradise does this, of course, but like I like yeah, that there there's like gags in paradise. But well, but what I was gonna say is I like that there's like multiple like there can be love triangles and like I mean I know that happens in the regular Bachelor too, but like everyone has more than one option and that yes. makes things much yeah, more yeah, interesting. Yeah. 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 So yeah, there's off to a good start on this. Um, we'll get into the specifics. As I said, we have a couple quick shout-outs. Our listener, Barry, sent us a really nice email. Body. Body. Hello, body. And then uh, our two listeners in Hope Valley, Rhode Island. Thank you for listening. Hope Valley. Hope that Valley. sounds like a nice place. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's great. Yeah. We, oh. oh, yikes. Yo, yikes. Uh, we spent a lovely time on Block Island. Block Island. Rhode Island. Yep. Yeah. The mouthful. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay. So what? So uh, Harrison introduces the show by saying that it was inspired by a film. And he uh, says. Well, at first he's like, of course, we at The Bachelor love. <laughs> Lo- are all big fans of the movie A Star is Born. But like, it was such a weird, like. Obviously, right. we at the Bachelor love a star is born. Like, what? Okay. Yeah, right. Like, uh, I guess. Well, and also, like, did you see the other three that they made? Yes. <laughs> like, how many versions of this movie have you seen, Harrison? And also, Harrison, guess what? I got a little something to tell you about that movie that you like so much. It sucks. <laughs> it was terrible. And Katie, I know you're probably listening and getting butt hurt, but. Uh, I did not think that it was sad when Bradley Cooper's character, spoiler alert, offs himself. Wait, I thought Gaga offs herself. Cooper offs himself? No, because he's like ruined her life. Oh. And he, well, he hasn't ruined her life. Yeah. He's been told by her manager, sorry for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. Cover your ears for a second. The first one came out. Yeah, in like the 30s. Yeah. I feel like we should know the story by now. Mm -hmm. Some of us uh, don't still. She's a he is a established Eddie Vedder type. Okay, yeah, a real uh, rugged musician type. <laughs> um, but also kind of a country music star. Oh, okay. It's unclear. Okay, it's yeah, weird. sure. Not not entirely sure what genre imagine, he fits in. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow in country strong, I'm but as a dude. It. Yeah, oh, I'm imagining it right now. And basically, yeah. they ripped off country strong. Yeah, and really not the other two <laughs> stars born. They ripped off country strong. Um, uh, he falls in love with Lady Gaga, and she's attempting to be a musician. Her star rises, his falls, uh-huh. he pees on stage at the Grammys and oh, like embarrasses no. her. But then he goes to rehab and gets better, but then she has a really terrible manager who's like, you know that you're embarrassing her. Like, she would never tell you this herself. And then, yeah, he kills himself. Oh, man. And then she gives yeah. one last performance. The performance of a lifetime. <laughs> my pop pop polka face, my pop polka face. <laughs> Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Harrison loves anyway, all of yeah, that. Anyway, yeah, they all yeah. they love a Harrison story. loves uh, tragic stories that end in suicide. Sucks. Um, yeah. So he says, uh, watching Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga's characters fall in love through their music 
was absolutely magical. Well, I did not find it that way. We're about to try and conjure up a little more of that magic. Let's do it. Yeah, so uh, we got... How about nobody singing Shallows? I know. You know it's coming. It's got to be coming at some point. Yeah. They're too busy... uh, Too busy singing John Mayer songs. I'm glad they didn't choose me for that date. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's run through some of the players yeah Yeah. sure yeah let's do it okay we got brandon from nashville former marine former sniper yeah was a scout sniper yeah he sings a song and i knew this was gonna happen because i wrote down like some of the lyrics because a lot of them sing like original music when they're Uh introducing themselves to us uh But I thought I'm, I was like I'm gonna write down this music, these lyrics, and I'm not gonna remember what the what it actually sounded like when it was being sung. Mm-hmm. So, so the, let's just hear your best stab <laughs> at singing them. Well, the lyrics that I have are "There's a fire on the mountain, run boys run," but that's also from uh, "Fire on the Mountain, Run, run boys, boys Run." run. <laughs> well, he was singing "The Devil Went Down to Georgia." <laughs> Granted, does your dog bite? No child, no. <laughs> Boy, also, we're going to have just a terrible time picking the closing song on this one. Yeah. Because we're going to have so many choices. Right now, I'm leaning Devil Went Down to Georgia, but we're only 13 minutes in. We're going to have a lot more choices after that. All right. Um, Bree. Bree from Provo. Lives in Utah. Mm -hmm. Probably a Mormon, right? I mean, I guess. Do they allow non-Mormons in? Yeah, and there you it goes. You can come in, but you're not allowed out. <laughs> um, she says that she was engaged. We mm-hmm. get footage of her just wandering around the desert on a horse. <laughs> Fun fact, she was engaged to that horse. <laughs> the horse got spooked. Fun fact number two, it's that horse that tried to go on paradise. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why he didn't want to settle down with Bree. He thought there was a lot more opportunities out there for him. And then he showed up and he got wasted the first night. <laughs> Shit himself. <laughs> you called everyone a dick last night. <laughs> <laughs> called everyone a horse dick. <laughs> oh, all right, um, Sheridan. Sheridan. Uh, uh, looks like Ryan. Looks like me. That's all you yep. need to know. Yep. Also, probably the least attractive guy in the house. Uh, no, Matt is definitely less attractive. Oh, uh, was he the guy with the weird haircut? He was the dick. Okay, yeah. He's right, the guy right. that screwed Rudy that over. That screwed Rudy over, yeah. Uh, Sheridan is also trying to be Dean because Living he introduces in us to his Subaru named Sheila. And he's like, I traveled 12,000 miles in this. Uh, please. No, I disagree. Dean, please. Well, he yeah. was actually driving around to do something. Dean appears to just be finding yeah, himself. Yikes. Did I spit everywhere? Uh, real big. Yeah. Real bad. Dean just appears to be finding himself in a luxury van. A very fancy van. Well, look. The bottom line is we already have a guy who like dresses like a hipster and ironically grows facial hair and wanders around the country in a car. We just we don't need another one of those. We don't. We already have it. Sheridan's very self-aware about his image and about how Austin he is. I liked Sheridan. I did too. All right. So we got Becca from D.C. who says, I don't exist without musical theater. Mm-hmm. And we see her saying, you deserve love. You deserve to have love thrust upon you. She was mirror. nice in high school. Oh. Gabe says that he is a, quote, big sports guy and a big Christian. Mm-hmm. 
And then he... Uh, it's like your twin. <laughs> <laughs> Things I love. Plus he plays the cello just like me. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. I did like that they had a couple people because, like, when they ask one of the people later, they're like, what kind of songs do you write? It's like, oh, singer-songwriter stuff. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, half of you are going to do singer-songwriter stuff. Like, I like that they have people who play... I would have liked more variety mm-hmm. in the kinds of musicians that they have. Well, I don't know that we necessarily know what we have yet. Because, like, when they went on that first date, Jamie and Ryan, Jamie was like, I really do more of a country style. And, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. I just think there's going to be a lot of people who do pop country or singer-songwriter coffeehouse songs. I'm curious what you would have them sing. Like, can't there be uh, some rappers or like... Uh, you don't know. Well, first of all, Matt beatboxes. That's true. He did beatbox. Or uh, Michael. Sorry, okay. Michael Todd. Okay. I just... I I think that we could get a, a wider variety of uh I mean, singers. I don't necessarily know that rap would be a great, like... Well, like... Come like on a, this show that's all about romantic duets. Like a, but like a hip-hop person. Like an R&B well, person. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't know that there's nobody there that's doing hip hop. Oh, I know everything about everybody <laughs> yeah. on this show. Do we literally know They're all like... singer-songwriters who sing those <laughs> same acoustic songs that Sheridan was singing later. They all do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know all about them. I got their number. I'll tell you who uh, is really an out-of-the-box person now is Savannah, a yoga teacher who's a bit of a free spirit. So she's a bit of a wild child. Yeah, there's a combo you don't see every day. She lives in Nashville. I bet mm-hmm. she hangs with the Uncommon James people. Oh, yeah. I Probably bet she shopping there all the time. Uh, oh, yeah. And uh, what's the husband's name? Uh, oh, God. He's on my list. Oh, this yep. is going to be so this embarrassing. embarrassing. He's listening. Cutler. Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Yeah. I haven't watched the newest season, so yeah. he's not... He He's can't be on your a, list if you don't know his name. You have to be able to write it down. Uh, Alicia Keys would disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that song. You don't know my name. I don't know that. Baby, baby, baby. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It's the one where she has, we're going to put it in right now. Okay. An amazing speaking interlude, which whenever I listen to that song, I always think people don't do this enough anymore. Yeah, a little spoken interlude in the middle. Yeah, because yeah. she's like, hey, it's me. Yeah, the girl from the coffee shop. Hi, it's Alicia. <laughs> I'm here to talk to you about something important. She's like, no, she doesn't. She's like, look, I know you always order your uh, your coffee with like 2% milk. <laughs> but I throw some cream in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's like It goes talking. on even beyond that. She's the like barista. In yeah. The story. Yeah. Yeah. It's playing a character. I like it. Our listeners just heard this. So we're like <laughs> recounting the thing they just well, listened to. We'll play to. it right now. Wait, but we already right played it. Now. We said we, said we were going to play it already. <laughs> but I was still explaining it. Okay. Okay. Oh, hey. How you doing? I feel kind of silly doing this, but uh, this is the waitress from the coffee house on 39th and Lennox. <laughs> you know, the one with the braids. Yeah. Well, I see you on Wednesdays all the time. You come in every Wednesday on your lunch break, I think. And you always order the special with the hot chocolate. And my manager be tripping and stuff, talking about we gotta use water, but I always use some milk and cream for you, cause <laughs> I think you're kinda sweet. <laughs> anyway, you always got on some. 
Now, now, now. We already now, played now. it. I also chose a horrible pen to write our timestamps down. It's like a, it's a red pen. It's a dried out red pen on a red post-it. <laughs> We're not going to get any of this. Okay. Trevor's from Thousand Oaks, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he on American a golden, Idol. He has a golden retriever. Oh, okay. And mm, I felt like it was a little uncomfortable because Trevor was laying around without a shirt on and like his dog was licking him. It's just... <laughs> I don't know. It was Is that not cool that I do that with Baxter dogs sometimes you when you're not home? Do well. That's the thing. Is like you do it, but I would never be like, "Hey, we should talk about this in public." <laughs> Why don't we get some footage of this as part of a montage introducing you to America? Skin to skin. Um, yeah, he's wearing the exact coat that Jed wore for his entire time on The Bachelorette. Okay. Yeah, not a good sign. He was on American Idol. Yeah. And what? Who told him he was handsome? Katy Perry? I don't know. One of the... They yeah. showed a clip of it. Yeah. yeah. He is handsome. And I'll say this about Trevor. I liked him more than I thought I was going to, which apparently maybe that gets torn apart next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually thought that he was really nice and like wasn't skeezy yeah. when he was talking to Jamie about... Like, wanting to know what her thoughts were. I don't know. He just seemed like a nice dude. Yeah, we'll see how Apparently that holds up. Apparently he's not. Apparently he's a cheater. A well, liar and a cheat. But here's the thing. We're told later that everybody in the house is a good person. They must be because they're musicians. Yeah, true. True mm-hmm. fact. Name one musician who's a bad person. One who made my dreams come true. I can name two. Just want to be with you. <laughs> It's R. Kelly, right? Yeah. And then uh, I was I was going to say Ryan Adams. But yeah, R. Well, Kelly. I was going to say Michael Jackson. R. Kelly tops that, yeah. R. Kelly, Ryan Adams, Michael Jackson. Three. Mm-hmm. Just those three. Yeah, just off the top of my head. <laughs> those are the only bad musicians. All right. So we got Jamie from Nashville. Been on 100 dates, but every guy I've ever dated has cheated on me. So 100 times? She's been cheated on? Um, Am I to understand no, it that way? you're understanding that incorrectly. Okay. Explain. <laughs> you can go on dates without being someone's boyfriend. Okay. Or girlfriend. Are okay. You, I'm being... You're being stupid yes, on purpose? Yes. For fun. That is fun. For the delight of the audience. Yeah. People are enjoying it right now. Whew. Yeah, this quarantine. That was funny. <laughs> that's, that's We goof off on this show. I like to be funny. <laughs> I'm funny, Jason. I like you to see my funny side. We should say, on that note, sweet Shannon, 
we don't know exactly what we're going to do about Jason's season. We oh, might right. podcast it sporadically here and there. Yeah. Yeah, or uh, put it off. We're not really sure. We're going to make sure that you get premium content coming every week. We were thinking about just ditching Listen to Your Heart and sticking with that, but then last night it was so amazing. Right. It, it really won us over. It yeah, really sung it its way into our hearts. It did. It did. Well, and I don't want to spread ourselves too thin on the jokes. I want to make sure that I'm always bringing <laughs> primo humor content, like uh, pretending I don't understand Jamie. Uh, who says that music is her love language. She also says, if Mr. Perfect wrote a song about me, that's the dream. <laughs> I feel like your dream as a musician should be that you write a right, good song. for Mr. Yeah. Perfect. Um, she, it was bothering me that I couldn't figure out who she reminded me of. Becca from Superbad. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. They yeah. even talk the same. No, I, uh, I got that. I get that. Yeah. Okay, so we get a montage of them all heading to Bachelor Mansion. Uh, Harrison's there to greet him. Uh, I call bullshit on Matt saying that, I've never seen The Bachelor, but I recognize that guy. What's his name? Chris? Uh, okay, Matt. You think he's a secret fan? I think he knows who Chris fucking Harrison is. Well, he says as much. I mean... No, he says... He says, I recognize that guy. I recognize that guy. What's his name? I call bullshit on the fact that he doesn't know Chris Harrison's Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, I did not like Matt. Well, no, nobody did. Yeah, well, Rudy did for a while. Even before the Rudy shit goes down, I wasn't a fan. Yeah, you saw that coming a mile away. I did. Yeah, you can sniff him out. I can smell this. With that haircut, you should have known that was coming. (laughs) He's as awful as his haircut is. Um, Okay, so what do we want to talk about here? Break it down for us. Uh, I mean, yeah, they all just kind of start heading into the mansion. Um, Savannah shows up. She says she's not just looking for another pretty face, because if she wanted that, she would just go back to the people at her modeling agency. (laughs) Wouldn't we all have that luxury? Yeah, I'm tired of being surrounded by model beautiful people. Well, she's the one who later says, like, I've been burned on looks before. I actually liked Savannah. Like, I, she came in and said that, and then I was like, okay. But, I mean, Savannah is very beautiful, and I thought she ended up, um, I don't know, I just liked her by the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Well, they did that classic thing they do of, like, one of the other people's like, I hope nobody comes in to shake things up. And then she, like, walks into <laughs> electric guitar, like, le- wearing all leather, like, yeah. And so they make it seem like she's going to be the badass. It's like when Jesse Spano's stepbrother comes into town. <laughs> or when Tori comes into town, for that matter. Yeah, Tori, Tori was a little too masculine, I think, to really be a threat. to Like, Tori was more of like a physical threat. <laughs> That's like She actually beat Zach Morris well, into submission. Well, I know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I forgot that they dated briefly. Do you think that Kelly brings that up a lot in their marriage? Like jealousy over Tori or like... I feel like she would bring up the time that he hooked up with uh, Lisa. Lisa, yeah, sure, right. Did he and Jesse Spano ever I don't think so. They were too good of friends, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was always... I don't believe that they ever hooked up. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Zach certainly got his way around uh, the school. Sure. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, um... 
Yeah, Rudy shows up. She says she's excited because she's dated all of L.A. already. Yeah, where are the good guys? They're here, Rudy. They're here for you. Don't worry. Matt's here. Trevor says that Jamie is extremely beautiful and cool. Can we talk about the fact that Trevor is 29 and Jamie is 21? Yes, we should talk about that. I noted that because the contestants all seem to be like late 20s to 30s, except for Jamie. She was like a lot younger. I didn't know than a lot of the other contestants. that they were like 30s. A couple of them were like early 30s. I thought most of them were like mid to late 20s. Okay. Maybe I'm just confusing. But uh, yeah, 21 is fucking young. Yeah. That is, a, that is a big difference. Well, and it just seemed like usually it's either like there's a bunch of 21-year-olds, you know, like... Well, even like I didn't note how old Ryan was. But he's actually 17. <laughs> he looked young. And so it didn't bother, like, I wouldn't be bothered so much by, like, I'm going to assume maybe Ryan is, like, 23 or something, you know? Mm-hmm. 23 and 21. Here, carry the pot. I'm going to okay. see how old he was. Well, here's the thing is, what you're saying is there's a big age disparity between them. But uh, think about how mature I was when I was 29. So mature. I probably would have been a good fit with a 21-year-old oh, woman. Ryan is so cute. Oh, never mind. 28. He's 28. Okay. That's also bad. Yeah. You. Uh, oh, he. okay, his genres are jazz, funk, pop, and R&B. Listen to you saying that there's no R&B. Here, here. he is. He's right here. Not only that, he does funk music. Well, I guess my other thing is like, bring on the funk then. Let's... Uh, if we've got well, funk musicians and R and B musicians, maybe he was trying to, but they sent him on a date where he has to has sing, to sing John Mayer. Yeah, why not uh, something a little funkier? Um, I guess that's my thing. Is like <laughs> funky, funky. <laughs> <laughs> I was the producer for Us Three's Cantaloupe. <laughs> I idolized Us Three when I was a kid. <laughs> So intimidating right now. Oh, man. Yeah, you really opened up a can of worms with that one. <laughs> I'm just scrolling through the contestants. Okay. Man, yeah. Jack, he got cut, but he was 38. See, I told you there were some 30-year-olds in there. Josh is 31, the bald guy, Mr. The, Clean Interestingly, guy. the, um, well, he's gone too. Yeah. The dudes seem to be skewing older. Right. What about the, uh, see now again, looking at all these. see Russell, he got cut, but his was American folk. Right, well, I'm saying a lot of these. I think that just means that he sings uh, American Pie over and over again. (laughs) That's the exact same song I was going to reference. Yeah, that's the one American folk song everybody knows. Sometimes he'll sing If I Had a Hammer. (laughs) Okay, so what, they're all kind of talking a lot. Do you have some quotes you want to pull from this? I feel like there's... Just kind of like a lot of flirting and chit-chat yeah, for a while. Really, I didn't notice as much flirting as, yeah, just like general chit-chat. This is when Matt and Rudy start talking about how important it is to be good at harmonies. Mm-hmm. This is when Michael first says to the group, how about I hit you with my original song? Well, I liked it because somebody, I don't know who, says... I don't want to deal with any douchebags. And then <laughs> Michael walks in. In waltzes Michael. Well, and then Michael uh, does that, I like your lips a lot, uh, to Savannah. Yeah, he tries trying to kiss to Savannah. angle for a kiss. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think that that line would ever work? Or is it, like, is it such a terrible Not line? That guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, could a, 
could a better guy pull that line off? I just feel like these dudes, so Matt, Michael, Todd, and Matt both do the same thing, which is like, this clearly isn't a big, like, hookup yeah, party the first right. night. Like, I don't think that they read the room very mm-hmm. well, yeah. you know? Because Matt's, like, trying to kiss Rudy. Like, do you judge somebody on the way that you kiss? Yeah, they're, like, in the hot tub yeah. together. Well, and a bunch of the guys are, like, trying to get the women in the hot tubs. Like, I could go for the hot tub right now. You up for the hot tub? I could go for the hot tub. I, I could hot tub if you want to do it. It's a hot tub. And that one girl's like, I actually really have to use the bathroom. <laughs> Excuse me. I have one of Matthew or Michael's lyrics is, uh, hey, pretty baby, are you looking at me? I'm pretty sure that that's the, I'm just writing down the one of the rap parts from uh, Top That and Teen Witch. <laughs> I don't remember that, but we're going to drop that in right hey. here. Mama, won't you ride with me? Come on, pretty baby. Oh man, this is gonna drive me crazy. I used to know this word for word. Well, let's. I would like you to practice this a little bit, and maybe in the next episode, I want you, you to come it. into my world. Oh, that's <laughs> what it is. It's not from Top That. It's from another song from that movie, Popular Girl. Every cool guy needs a popular girl. What teen witch? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I am not kidding. This is not like the and now we're Jamie gonna, thing earlier. Now we'll be playing the entire <laughs> oeuvre of Teen Witch. We're actually just going to put the full audio for the <laughs> yeah. entire movie, and this podcast is now going to be oh, 137 it's so minutes. Good. It's a. It is a teenager who discovers that she is a witch. Okay, I got that part and so far. The the main actress is Blake Lively's older sister. Oh, so this is a more recent. You film. laughed at it the other night. We were watching Thirty Rock, and Kenneth performs Top That. Well, I and just you thought it was so funny because Kenneth was like just doing a funny. No, rap. it was a teen yeah. witch. Bit. Oh, okay, all Top the better. That. Stop that. I don't really give a about trying to top that. <laughs> Supersonic, idiotic, disconnected, not respected. Who would ever really want to go and top that? Top that. Thank you. That was the rap song, Top That, from the movie Teen Witch. See, that's funny. Supersonic, idiotic. Yeah, we're going to have to drop all this in. Okay, so yeah, I mean, we're really, this episode is going to be half musical. Welcome clips. to my Teen Witch podcast. <laughs> We need to record. We should see if the listeners are up for this. Sometime in a down season, we should record like an audio commentary for one of these movies. Yeah. Like just put it on. Then you can put on Teen Witch and put our commentary track on at the same time. Like on like Mad Men when they do the like director's commentary. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It'll be exactly that good. I'll do my best Matthew Weiner. So they're wrapping up the chit-chat, and somebody notes that the room is like the rainbow of music, if you will. And (laughs) I will. I won't. (laughs) What does that mean? And then someone says, so what's next? 
And in walks, in walks old Chris, Chris Handsome. Handsome. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so there he asks them to think of the amazing couples in music. Think of like, the really iconic couples. Like James Taylor and Carly Simon. And Beyonce and Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Two couples that definitely went through um, terrible bouts of yes. infidelity. Yes. In fact, well, James Taylor and Carmi- Carly Simon broke up because he cheated on her. Well, and she may or, or may not. Divorced. Yeah, may not. Ha- may or may no. not. Blah, 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 blah. And okay. what you're going to say. Let me cut you off right there. Yeah. You're going to say that she wrote the song You're So Vain. No, I was going to say she may have written the song about She him. confirmed that she absolutely did not write it about him. Oh, okay. When was that? Uh, I Wikipedia'd it because I thought the same thing. Yeah. I knew that he had cheated on her. And then I thought, and isn't, like, I know everybody says that it's about Warren Beatty, but she said that it could be about multiple people. Mm-hmm. She said that she wrote it with three people in mind. She gets, it's like a Well, right, riddle. there's like an E riddle in their name, is. right? Like, I know there's like these little clues about it. Answer me these riddles. <laughs> Carly Simon is a troll that lives under a bridge. <laughs> Okay, so tell me the riddles, and I'll solve it. I'll solve it right now. (laughs) Uh, She just said that Warren Beatty is one of the people, and that James Taylor is not one of them. Oh, okay. So so she eliminated a suspect. That they thought that it. (laughs) (laughs) She wrote it while she was holding a revolver (laughs) in the billiard room. In the library, Um, she has not. Confirmed or denied Mick Jagger. So people assume that the second one is Mick Jagger. Well, because what? The clue is that they have an E in their name, right? There's more than one letter. Okay. Here, yeah, con- give us the clue. To- well, what I'll say about this is there is someone who knows because a fan won a, like an auction and the prize was Carly Simon would sing You're So Vain to that person exclusively and tell them who the song is about. And then I believe they're threatened under the penalty of death uh, for revealing who the song is about. Okay. Give us the clues. More than 40 years after it became a radio hit, people are still wondering if Carly Simon's You're So Vain is about her then-husband, James Taylor, or her ex-lovers, Warren Beatty, Mick Jagger, David Geffen, Chris Christopherson, Cat Stevens, or several other famous artists the singer-songwriter dated back in the day. That's quite the list Respect to pull from. To yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Good for uh, It turns out it's definitely not about Taylor, but it may be about more than one of the other narcissists Simon was involved with. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which narcissist is it? No, it's definitely not about James, although James suspected that it might be about him because he's very vain. Of course he thought the song was about him. Simon told Rolling Stone magazine. Yeah. Someone needs to get to the bottom of this. We need a journalist who can finally crack this mystery wide open. Do you think that, like, in 500 years, like, English professors will be debating who you're so vain is about? Like, that'll be, like... Did Shakespeare really write all of his plays, or did Francis Bacon write some of them? Like that, this will be the equivalent debate in uh, English departments in five hundred years. Maybe. Yeah. Of course, actually, English departments won't exist anymore. But uh, other than that, freelance Sorry, I'm scholars. To try to find... Oh, here we go. Here's the letters. Okay. Right? Yep. 
For years, Simon has been teasing the public with clues about the song's subject, including in 2004 when she told Regis Philbin, <laughs> damn it, of course Regis is involved. And you know, it might be about him, actually. No, the man's name contained the letters A, E, and R. Okay. All right. This is like a Wheel of Fortune Couldn't puzzle. Been yeah. Philbin. What's Philbin's middle name, though? Oh, Regis. Agnes. A. <laughs> All I'm saying is I've got an E, an A, and an R in my name. Is it about me? We'll never know. I'll never tell. Okay. So where are we? This, this show is still happening. Yeah. Uh, we got 12 men and 8 women. So four of the men are going to get cut. We got a Bachelor in Paradise situation where the women have the power. Yes. This week. And they get to go on dates, but they also get to perform together. Yeah. So what? Uh, but only a few of them... I actually think it would be interesting, and I guess this is coming later on, where they actually have, like, you know, talent show style challenges. I agree. I feel like that's one of the missteps of Bachelor in Paradise, is that all of the dates are just one-on-one. And I think that it, like, I think it should almost be a little bit more of a, like, regular Bachelor format, where a few select people get to go on the special one-on-one dates, but then maybe for some of the crowd, there's like a group date that they get to do too. Although the, I guess their whole time at Bachelor in Paradise is a group date. The group date, though, could be, for this, listen to your heart, could be they all go sing We Are the World. Yeah. Yeah. There's sure. your group date. We are the world. Mm-mm. No, I can't do that. Mm-mm. Or the uh, Voices That Care update of it. Stand tall, stand proud. <laughs> voices That Care are crying out loud. It was for the Gulf War. It's Christmas time. (laughs) There won't be snow in Africa this year. (laughs) Nowhere in Africa. It's Christmas time at all. This podcast is really going to get off the rails with this singing. Let's just all sing our favorite songs. (laughs) Think of me. explains the rules and then the game is on the game is afoot (laughs) whichever one of you can figure out who you're so vain is about automatically gets a rose um the guys definitely start to like kick it up a notch Mm -hmm, yeah they are released to do some heavy duty flirting heavy duty prowling if you will (laughs) everybody we put we tweeted the Prowlin' video, and not one soul <laughs> you liked bastards. the Prowlin' video, and it's your your loss. You know what? I'm taking it down, and it's your loss, listeners. Um, I feel like Trevor reminds me a little bit of that British guy that's in Grease 2. I don't know much about Grease 2. Grease 2, I actually think, does not give as, get as much credit as it deserves. Okay. It's amazing. What uh, the very Every little I've seen of it. Every single song in Greece Two is a double entendre for sex. Yeah, great. I mean, what else? They could have you a want? song in a bowling alley where yeah. they're singing about scoring. Mm-hmm. They have a song in a bunker where they're singing "Let's Do It for Our Country." That's not even a double entendre. Right, they're not even trying. Yeah. <laughs> they have a song in science class where they all sing about reproduction. We have actually played that on this podcast oh. before. Yeah. 
our uh, you know longtime fans with encyclopedic knowledge of the show will remember that. Michelle Pfeiffer sings about needing a cool writer. Me too, girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right here, baby. Right here. <laughs> yeah. The cool writer uh, that spits all over you during the podcast mm-hmm, recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so what do we want to talk about here? We've uh, we got some hookups going on. Julia and Sheridan are interested in each other. Mm-hmm. Brandon is also interested in Julia. Mm-hmm. Julia, Julia. Um, Michael is striking out. He struck out with Savannah. Next, he tries to get this other girl to go in the hot tub. That's when she says she has to pee. Yeah. Who was that? I thought that was Savannah, too. No, I believe that was, was it the Mormon girl. Brie? Is that Brie? Yeah. Brie's like, oh, no, I got to go talk yeah. to my horse. Yes. Yeah. He's real pissed. At me. <laughs> he was trying to get in. So, do you have any hay? I told him it's not that kind of show. We don't use horses to make an entrance. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Matt and Rudy. Okay. So this part did piss me off. So okay. Matt and Rudy are in the hot tub, and he asks, "Do you judge a person on how they kiss?" Which, like, of course, Matt, everyone does. Right. What are you even asking? Well, Ryan is trying. real lucky that I'm still with him. Oh, I know. God, yeah, I had, had several strikes against me from the start. The jean shorts, the kissing, mm-hmm. probably at the same time. The Lego hair. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it really is amazing that you're still for a variety of reasons. Um, but it's like if you want to kiss her, just kiss her. Instead. It becomes this weird thing where then, like, he clearly wants to kiss, but she doesn't really want to. Yeah. It just gets really awkward. Yeah, it is super awkward, despite the fact that Matt says, I think it's an inevitability that we're going to attack each other with some kisses. Oh, God. <laughs> Gross. Oh, brother. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Um, and then, later, so... When that happened in the show, I was just like, oh, God, this guy does not have any game. But then it pissed me off because I feel like he chooses Mel instead of Rudy on that date to, like, punish her for not kissing him in the hot tub. And that's shitty. Yep. Yep. No, well, uh, I'll tell you, though, that was a shitty situation for a date. But you know what would be a great date? Hmm. Going to Bora Bora for a week and just spending some time there. It's like, what's your dream fun date? Yeah. Yeah. That's great, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> um, the facts on Ryan also said that he has his own recording studio in his house. I feel like Ryan is secretly like a millionaire. Well, I was gonna say who's the Fifty Shades of Grey guy? Oh, a Christian Grey Christian type. Grey. I yeah. Wanting to say Douglas. Grey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's got his own recording studio and sex dungeon in his house. <laughs> yeah, he's always playing that song from the weekend. <laughs> Is it worth it? You deserve it. Oh, can you sing it without clenching your jaw? No, because that's how I produce that weekend <laughs> voice. No, you were it. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, that's the secret. If you watch The Weeknd, he clenches his <laughs> jaw, too. That's kind of the secret for producing oh, that particular sound. That's just all the cocaine yeah. that he's done. <laughs> All right, Ryan plays Stand By Me on the piano, and Julia says that he's, quote, wildly talented. And she finds that very attractive. Yeah. Um, all right. Devastatingly handsome. Yeah. So what? So Ryan gets a date card the next day. Um, so cut to the next day. Uh, no, we can't cut to the next day because while Ryan is playing Stand By Me, 
and like getting everybody to sing along and being cool and cute and funny. I like Ryan. Uh, Jamie is in the hot tub with Trevor making it. Yeah. Yeah, behind Ryan's back, not yeah. standing by him at all. She needs to heed the advice of this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan gets the date card the mm-hmm. next day, yep. as you said. Yes. He asks Jamie on the date. Mm-hmm. They get to go to Capitol Records. Capitol Records, yep. They do the cover of Gravity that we talked about. John Mayer's producer is there. Ryan says, I grew up idolizing John Mayer. I feel like a schoolgirl. Oh, buddy. I think you liked Ryan a little better than I did. I did like Ryan. He seems nice. I agreed with what Jamie was saying of, like, he seemed really patient and encouraging when they were practicing Mm -hmm. the song. Mm -hmm. I think I'm just jealous. They say he's really good looking and an amazing guitarist and patient and encouraging. So, yeah, just a bunch of qualities that I wish I had that I don't. Same. Yeah, I know. I would love Sounds like you want to trade up for this other uh, Ryan. This other Ryan might be OML. <laughs> this other Ryan won't interrupt and step on, on your jokes. Right in the middle of the podcast. He just seemed sweet. He seemed like a sweet guy. And not like a nice guy that's like a sad sack. No, he's not a catch-up. Oh, yeah, he's not a catch-up. I yep. feel like he's like he's he's a mustard. Some like spicy deep, fancy <laughs> Dijon mustard. He's like some mustard they serve at like a Brooklyn like uh, he's bodega. The mustard that you would buy if you had a million dollars. <laughs> if I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. So while Jamie and Ryan are out, John marrying it up. Uh, Trevor is left at home doing some hardcore detective work. (laughs) As Chris Jenner likes to say, this is a case for the FBI. (laughs) He says, the date card said, quote, let your heart sing. So I would imagine it has something to do with singing. That is a very clever deduction, Trevor. Can you tell us who Carly Simon wrote You're So Vain about? Someone needs to Poor figure Trevor. it out. Oh, Trev. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, I was going to say, meanwhile, Matt gets a date card, say, we got a second date card that says, choose a woman who could be your jam, and they assume it's going to be about music, but they go and make jams. <laughs> jams and jellies. They, <laughs> they go see everybody's favorite jam band, White Spike <laughs> They're noodling all over the place. Yeah. Fish shows up. <laughs> It is high school Anna's dream yep. date. Never mind, it's the plain white tees, which is no one's dream date. Oh, I feel like the plain white tees get a little bit of a bad rap. I but, like that song, Delilah. It's my most toxic quality. You like that? I thought we had specifically talked about how you weren't a big fan of that song because they even brought out the real life Delilah one time on an award show and you were like, this still doesn't do it for me. I still don't care. You must have been with someone else. No, that's that. Uh, <laughs> that was you, baby. I don't know. I like that song, okay. but it is a guilty pleasure. I feel okay. like I should not like that song, but I also like that rhythm of love. Yeah, song. then that's fine. That's fine. You know that Delilah woman still didn't get with that plain white tees guy after he wrote that song for her, which I feel like good for her. Got to do a little more than that than write a hit single to get with me, buddy. <laughs> Keep trying. (laughs) 
You don't even, you're making that up. No, it's true. <laughs> Google that. No. Did Delilah get with the plain white tea singer? Go ahead and Google that. I'll carry oh, it along. God. All right. So, Matt, what I'll do, I'll do the blah, blah, blah. So, Matt is fishing around to figure out who he wants to go on the date with. And Rudy thinks that she absolutely has it in the bag, <laughs> probably because. She, Matt told her they were going on the date together, but then Matt goes and says, Hey, Mel, can I talk to you for a minute? And you actually gasped. You were like, oh, He's going to take her instead. I but knew he's it, though. Just, I knew he was going to. Yeah. But he's just um, talking to her, but then he does take her on the date. All right. Have you Googled it? <laughs> All right. What have you found for Are us? Are y'all ready for this? Yeah. This is crazy. Let's hear it. Tell me about it. So the woman that the plain white tease singer. Tom Higginson. Oh, Mr. The poor, Higginson. The poor man's Tom Hiddleston, clearly. Yeah. Um, the woman that he wrote the song about is like an Olympic runner named Delilah de Crescenzo. Crescenzo. Wait, did he know her? So it says they met at the House of Blues in Chicago through a mutual friend and kept in touch over AOL instant messaging. Of course, yep. Just... Uh, friendly because I had a boyfriend. And so she went with her boyfriend, Will, to check them out. And then the Tom guy says, I'm going to write a song about you. And he did, but she had a boyfriend. And she's, so he did it and like, they still keep in touch. She says it was flattering. Um, but, uh, yeah, they kept, she kept it a secret. And, then it came out that it was about her, but she's still with Will. They're, They're still together. Yes. Yeah. So that Tom guy tried to like break up a marriage with Hey There right. Delilah. Nice try, Tom Higgleston. See, I told you and that they didn't get together. this woman sounds like a badass bitch. Like she went to the World Cross Country Championships in Jordan. She doesn't have time for Tom Higgleston. Yeah. Right yeah. About a thousand miles ain't really far, but they got planes and trains and cars. Yeah. She's very oh. pretty, too. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, yeah, I see. Oh, they went to the Grammys together. That's it. We were watching the Grammys, and they're like, look, it's the real Delilah. And she's like, she's yeah, I'm not with this guy. 100% more attractive <laughs> yeah. than him. She is way out of his league. Yeah, look at that guy. Uh, she went to Columbia. <clears throat> Tom yeah. Higginston can go fuck himself. Yep, he, and indeed he can. And I've now Tom Higginston is on The Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. <laughs> and she is an awesome badass, uh, and he's here performing. And they're like, who's the plain white tees? That's pretty cool. <clears throat> yeah, okay, so there's your story. Well, See? we didn't solve Carly Simon's <laughs> history, but we did learn a lot about the plain white tees song, Paper <laughs> Delilah. We do it? know who that's about. Okay, so you, this is really just a music trivia show at this point. Yeah, we're 52 minutes in. Okay, and we're about to wrap this yeah, up. Yeah, okay. So what, Matt and Mel go, go on, on a, a date. date. Plain white tees, given a private concert in a backyard, but <laughs> yep. there's no spark. There's just no spark, yep. And they both kind of acknowledge it. So the next day, when it's rose ceremony time, Matt is freaking out because he stupidly is like, well... Guess I'll just go back to Rudy. Right. Go crawling on back. That'll work. Stupid old Rudy. She'll take me yeah. back. Yeah. Desperate Rudy. And Rudy is like, go fuck yourself. Oh, great. It was great. I this um even though I 
I I identified with Matt in this oh, fight. Please. No, but here's what I'm saying. I identified with him, but I didn't sympathize with him. Like I identified with him because he's like, what? I guess I didn't say the right thing. Like, I don't think that I'm a jerk in this exact way, but I think I say a lot of stupid things. And then when you like, you said this, no, I'm like. No, it's stupid that, like, you have to take responsibility for the things you say and do. Like, that's, I, it pisses me off that Matt, not you, Matt, mm-hmm. tries to use stupidity as an excuse for being an asshole. <clears throat> right. Like, no, you're not stupid. You're just an asshole. When he's like, I guess I didn't know how to treat the women. Yeah, he's like, I guess uh, this is uh, this is me misunderstanding what I'm supposed to do with you girls. Well, I'm pretty sure that you know that you're not supposed to talk to one girl for the whole night, try to make out with her in a hot tub, tell her that you're going to take her on this date, and then ask another girl out. Really, Matt? You don't know that that's not how this works? I'm just, I just don't get it. I just don't get what's going on. You women are confusing. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and then he comes away and he's like, man, that was, like, scary. She wanted to murder me. She was, like, aggressive. Well, I did. I really liked when uh, she was. he was like, this feels like a lot. And she's like, I don't care if it feels like a lot yeah, to you. Yeah, like, fuck you, yeah. dude. yeah. As you said on Twitter, she's the hero we need. She is. Yeah. Uh, Rudy is our new feminist hero now that Hannah B has, uh, you know, stayed home. Yeah. <laughs> now that Hannah B's quarantining herself. Yeah. And not with Tyler C. Yeah. anymore. Yeah. Matt says, I feel like I just did 12 rounds with Mike Tyson. Oh, man. It's so rough when a woman decides to call you on your right. bullshit. To stand up to you. But I sing songs. That melts women's hearts. Yeah. It's like a musical rainbow. That is, I will say that is an interesting thing because there's a lot of talk about dating musicians versus dating non-musicians. And it'll be interesting to see because I'm going to go out on a limb as someone who has a very, very small amount of musical ability, mostly what you've heard on this show. Um like, I assume if you have a lot of musical talent, at least for a while, you can maybe kind of get away with some things. Oh, 100%. Because, one, because, like, oh, he's a tortured artist. It's a panty dropper. Yeah, right. It's a panty dropper. It's like, oh, he's a tortured artist. But if you're... De- if if you're, it's you and another musician, right. I feel like the other musician would be like, fuck you, dude. Right, yeah. And, like, there's five other musicians over there. Like, I'm just going to go get one of them. You would hope that, but, like, look at Mandy Moore and Ryan Adams. Sure. Like, she yeah. threw away a decade of her life yeah. just to that douchebag. Yep. And she was an artist in and of her own right. She was. And she's coming back. Yeah. She's, she's coming back. back. Yeah. Um... Okay, so Trevor asks Jamie how she's feeling after having that good date with Ryan. And I wanted to hate him in this moment, but I actually felt like he was nice. Like he plays her an- another John Mayer song and then they make out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Sheridan <clears throat> walks in while Julia is making out with Josh. At some somehow they became interested in each other at some point off screen, and he's just like awkwardly standing there while they make out. But then he's like, "I've got something planned for you," and he plays her a song he had written mm-hmm. and asks her to he's finish like, it. I'm hoping to finish this with you. Well played, Sheridan. well played. Yeah, well done, my friend. Well done. Are we ready to get to the choosers? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Savannah gives her rose to Brandon. Mm-hmm. Mel gives her rose to Gabe. Yep. Bree gives her rose to Chris. Yep. Becca to Danny. Cheyenne chooses 
Matt, give me a fucking break yeah. here. Well, I also like they said Cheyenne's been mysterious this whole time. Well, she's been mysterious to us because you didn't show her the entire right. episode. There yeah. were a couple. I mean, obviously, we'll get to know them more Yeah. Um, as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there were definitely, even in the rose ceremony, I was like, who is that right. person? Well, and it was Becca. Yeah, well, and Matt said, Cheyenne is the sweetest girl I've met here. This is going to be like a paradise situation where some of these men are just like burning through the women and every time it's like, oh, she's the best. Yeah. Like, I really like her. Like, we've seen this. We've heard this song and dance before. Julia Gulia uh, gives her rose to Sheridan. Sheridan, oh. Jamie gives her rose to Trevor. Oh. And I thought that was going to happen. And then Rudy gives her rose to yeah. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with those four. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that Rudy is legitimately interested in Ryan or she just wanted to no, save I him? No, I think she just wanted to save him. And then I think next week, Trevor, Jamie's going to get burned by Trevor. Oh, and, and then, then she's going to try to come crawling back it's to Ryan. It's the old Matt move but again. you know what? Ryan's moved on. I think Has Ryan he? and Savannah should be together. Okay. They're beautiful. Two beautiful people. You know what? They've moved on because Ryan's heading to Alabama. (laughs) Beautiful people. (laughs) Got a girl in quarantine that I need to sing this song to. (laughs) It's going to make her whole day. All right. So uh, it's going to be a big surprise to the listener what song we play at the end. And it's this. podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com